Welcome to Get a Trash, episode 287. My name is Eric. My name is Jason. I forgot the name of the movie. Boonraku. Boonraku. <laughs> We've never done this before. Yeah. Actually, it has been a while. It's been a couple weeks. Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know that you want to get into that right now, so... Yeah, I wouldn't mind just getting it out of the way, actually. Okay, uh, yeah. well, uh, any listener who listened to the last episode uh, knew that we were uh, looking for our friend Doogie, who went missing. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, in the time between episodes, uh, they did find him. Uh, unfortunately, he had uh, taken his own life. Right. So, that is... Uh, it's a major bummer. It is a, an incredibly major bummer. Yeah. And, uh, you know, even for me, you know, someone who, you know, was not exactly friends with him, I mean, you know, it's just, he was still, you know, sort of there, a background player in my life. Oh, and, right. You know, sure, yeah. He was probably one of your closest friends. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, you know, I mean, yeah. you know, it affects all of us, really, mm-hmm. you know, that uh, he's no longer going to be around. There's no more raw milk stories. No more raw milk stories. Yeah. Although I have actively wondered if, uh, you know, before he, he uh, if he put any of his affairs in order before he uh, did what he did and, uh, you know, canceled the raw milk, or is there just constantly going to be one jug of raw milk left in the trailer in the creepy alley? It's possible. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll never know because, uh, although... On many occasions, I was bestowed the key on a temporary basis. <laughs> I did not think to make my own copy. Right. So, I will not know. I will not know. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah, unfortunately, and really awesome person is no longer with us. Yeah. Uh, I went through a stage where I was really mad about that. I right. went, went through uh, many stages where I was really sad about that. Sure. Um, but I'm trying to just, you know, look at it like hopefully... Um, he's now at whatever piece he felt like he needed to be at. Right. And uh, hopefully we can, uh, you know, just remember him positively. Yeah. Um, I think that's the best thing to do is, mm-hmm. is to do that. But, you know, I mean, I'm with you. Uh, and that it, it kind of pisses me off that, uh, you know, that's what he chose, especially when, you know, when when he went missing, I mean, just the the outpouring of of people who, who oh, yeah. you know, wanted to find him and, and wanted him to be well and right. you know would have helped him in any situation, you know, was just amazingly wonderful to see. And it's too bad that he could not see that. Right. I, yeah, I think I think unfortunately it's a situation where you know clearly things weren't right in the brain and right. things weren't. Weren't being, uh, connections weren't being made where, you know, you would realize, you know, there are, uh, there are avenues to help you. So yeah. if you or anyone you know is feeling like that, maybe, maybe they do need some, uh, you know, maybe err on the, on the side of caution or, on right. the, you know what I'm saying? Like it's better to, to like 
embarrass yourself by saying, hey, do you really need help? You know, I can do whatever right. than it is to just, you know. And, and you know, many people did that, but I, apparently it just wasn't enough at, you mm-hmm. know, too, too late even, right. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I mean, I've uh, suffered through some severe depression myself, and, and, you know, I've often had suicidal thoughts, and, you know, uh, pretty much always came to the conclusion that there's a better way, you know. And, right. And, you know, and eventually I did, you know, start to seek help. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and then, and it's out there, you know, uh, I mean, I would say that, uh, you know, had I done something to myself like that, then I don't think that I would have nearly had the amount of people that Doogie had to, to be out there. Cause I mean, we had his, uh, you had his memorial service, uh, this past week mm-hmm. and yeah. I mean, it was, it was packed. packed. It was packed. Yeah. And just not only that, but you know, uh, just from such a diverse right. type of person, <laughs> right? Yeah, there is, uh, like literally criminals <laughs> and many, many policemen in the same room at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And everything in between. Like yep. Family members, weirdos, yep. uh, nerds of like, all kinds. Like you could just tell, you know, you know, who was there, you know, family members and, you know, then his arty friends and then his, you know, naturey hippie friends his and coworkers, right? And like his nerd friends, right? I mean, it was just amazing to yeah. see that, you know. And then it's just, you know, ultimately just too sad that he couldn't see that. And, and and like I know you had seen some of his artwork before, but you saw a lot of like they had a lot of his artwork on display. Like, yeah, yeah, and it's pretty fucking incredible. Yeah, I was telling my girlfriend afterward that you know it was just uh, like I forgot. That he was an artist. Yeah. Yeah, he never talked about it. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it wasn't, like, kind of good. It was, like... Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. And, and I think, what, all of them were unfinished? Yeah, most of them were unfinished. And was still amazing. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, some of them he'd been working on for years. I, I watched, uh, when we lived together, uh, I watched him work on one that he'd been working on since high school. Right. It was, like, the, the recreation of that Durr etching. Uh-huh. And uh, it was just mind-blowing because he doesn't even use pencil he just uses pen and it's like the most perfect looking right like, it's the one with the lion the sleep yeah, while the yeah. guy is a uh, very burning rights and like oh yeah uh yeah. <clears throat> yeah that was uh and then some of his other art reminded me of uh uh stephen gamble's artwork who did the mm-hmm. uh i think it was the scary stories to tell in the oh, dark books okay yeah uh like very Drippy looking and like, kind of Dolly esque. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty, pretty neat stuff. Yeah, like I said, you know, I mean, I just like I knew he was an artist. I had seen him like I think maybe once or twice during drawing night. He drew with us, right? right. But like you know, it was very rare, and you know, like I completely forgot that he even had that side to him. Right. You know? Yes. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, it's a bummer. It's a super bummer. But, uh, we'll persevere. Yeah. And, uh, obviously my condolences to you and, and your family because you were all super close to him. Yeah. You lived with us for, yeah. for quite a, quite yeah. some time. Yeah. Which, of course, you know, I nice. just totally feel horribly for his parents and right. especially his dad. You yeah. Know? Uh, but, you know, his, his dad seemed to be holding it together fairly well at the yeah. memorial. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I wish them nothing but the best. Yeah. 
So yeah, if you uh, if you do want to check out the episodes with Doogie, you can search for Doogie in the uh, Go to Trash search bar. And yeah, you can. There's two episodes where he was a guest in the brass. Brass knuckles, bare knuckles, bare knuckles. That was it's pretty fun. Yeah, that's a good episode. Yeah. So well, the movie itself was right. Lent itself, it I think, is, to a better podcast. It's hard to not have fun yeah. reviewing that movie. So, uh, you know, and, and I think, uh, you know, my my biggest regret is not having him on the show more because I, right. I mean, he was a pretty good guest, and yeah, you know, uh, he would have been fun to have on more. And, right. and I think you know he probably I probably would have had him on for the three hundredth. Uh, oh yeah, when we get there, we're getting pretty close to yeah, that. Yeah, we are. Or maybe even this movie we just watched, right? Yeah. Raku. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. It seems like it might be his kind of movie. Yeah, yeah. Kind of artsy and kind of actiony. Yeah, yeah. Artsy action. That's that's Doogie in a nutshell. That is Doogie. <laughs> yeah. So I guess we should talk about the movie. Yeah. Why not? Boon Raku. Boon Raku. Starring uh, Josh Hartnett, um, Ron Perlman, uh, Woody Harrelson, Demi Moore, and some other folk. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of a lot of foreign types. A lot of foreign types. But I don't know their names yet. Nope. Uh, I believe the main foreign guy is uh, the actor is Gacked. Oh, the uh, samurai dude. Yeah. The, uh, okay. I believe he's uh, some sort of pop star in uh, Japan. Really? Yeah. Like he drinks lots of soda and he's uh-huh. famous for it. Wow. Yep. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's a position that I've always wanted for myself. You, oh, you've been training for years. I drink a lot of pop. Right. A lot. But I'm not a star yet. You're not a professional. You're no. just, it's more of a hobby. It, it's I'm, a, I'm it's a, sort of like cartoon pop art. Exactly. What, cartoon, yeah. what do they call it? What do you call it? Uh, His hobby. Oh, shit. Uh, I think it was... Pop-up art, something like that. It's something with cartoon. I don't think it was cartoon. Was it not cartoon? Yeah. Woody Harrelson has a hobby that might be better than Eric's soda drinking hobby. Yep. <laughs> In this film, I mean. I, don't I think, think it's Woody. better than anybody's hobby. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, yeah, he cuts out little, uh, little, little pop-up books. He makes his own pop-up books. He makes books. his own pop-up books, yeah. yeah. Uh, not for children. No, no. But for people with imagination. <laughs> right? <laughs> Oh, that was great. It's pretty great because, you know, the whole movie is just kind of like a pop-up book. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's like, uh, it might be a little too stylistic for its own good. Right. But, like, it kind of reminds me of, like, Jean-Pierre Jeunet movies or, like, Sin City or something, something like that where, like, the visuals are, like, probably 80% of what they accomplished. Right, yeah. Um... And then the story is kind of secondary. Yeah. Which works and doesn't work. I actually got kind of bored during this movie. I did too. Yeah. Uh, kind of, even like during one of the, the big action scenes, I kind of like felt myself kind of dozing a little bit. Right. Uh, and my mind wandered. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I was trying to remember, I was like, how do I ring up gift cards at work? (laughs) Do I do the gift card button first and then the amount? Or the amount first? Oh, wait a minute, I'm watching a movie. Yeah, yeah. Like that happened, literally. Yeah. Well, you got a new job, you're, you're under right. some stress. Under some stress. Yeah. Yeah. You don't wanna, you don't wanna fuck up during your first 90 days. Heck no. Oh, is that the, uh, probation period? I would assume. I, would I, don't, see, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how uh, it works at Hippieville. <laughs> <laughs> but at a real job, usually, 90 days is a probationary see, period. See, Mavericks, it was like, you know, six years, seven yeah, years. Yeah, if you, well, no. I How mean, long did Dave Clary work? The probation period's like 
30 seconds. Like, as long as you don't burn anything down in your first 30 seconds, <laughs> you get a job for life. I used to how long did David Clare work there? Yeah, because I figured, you know. Probably a few years, yeah. You know, that guy should have been fired immediately, <laughs> but uh lasted years. I think we all should have been fired immediately, other than maybe me and Jeremy. <laughs> uh, yeah, Boon Raku. Um, yeah, it's a... Like an action revenge movie, but pretty much like just saturated with style. Yeah, yeah, uh, and wearing every single influence on its sleeve, right? Yeah, uh, like Tim Burton, German expressionism, uh, Sin City, uh, you know, Jean Pierre Jeannot, video games, video games, uh, video games. Yeah, <laughs> that was probably the worst part. I think. And I'm a fan of video games. It it would have been cooler if it would have been funnier. Yeah. But it wasn't. It was, like, kind of serious, but then they threw in, like, these video game noises and video game, like, side-scrolling action. And yeah. Yeah, it was just... It wasn't... And it wasn't as fun as it should have been if right. they were going to do that. Because, I mean, also, you know, like, uh, the one scene in particular that I'm thinking of is the scene where Josh Hartnett breaks into the jail. And he's fighting all the cops and, like, going up and down the steps. Right. Yeah. You know, and I think that's when, like, the video game noises first started to play. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, I've seen similar scenes like that in other movies that pulled it off much better without being a giant cartoon. Like, uh, like Old Boy. Old Boy yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking. The original Old Boy, not the new one. I haven't seen it yet. Nor should you. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, you know, the basic thing is Josh Harnett is a cowboy type, old sort of. w- Wild West kind of guy. Eh, I mean, uh, definitely a cowboy attitude, but, uh, right. uh, you it's know. It's got the cowboy hat. It's, eh, the, it's, it's a fedora. The, right. It's not a cowboy hat. Yeah, but I mean, you know, the fedora's acting as a cowboy hat. Well, I sure. Think, I feel like. It's a, it's a, he's a styling cowboy. Yeah, yeah, he's a little more, he's not a dude. Right, He's yeah. not like, he's got... He doesn't have, like, chaps and fringe. No, yeah, he doesn't really have the, the cowboy drawl either. But, I mean, you know, he does, like, wander into the horseless horseman bar. Right, yeah. And, uh, which I think is a great name for a, yeah. a bar. Um, he just has a picture of a cowboy with his legs spread out like he would be on a horse, but <laughs> right. he's not. Um, where he finds Woody Harrelson as the bartender. Yeah, yeah. And I gotta say, I think if Woody Harrelson and, you know, had not been in this movie... I would have liked it a lot less. Really? I think he was my absolute favorite part of the film. He was pretty good. Uh, my favorite part of the film was uh, Kevin McKidd. Which one's that? He played Killer Number 2. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah he was good. Yeah. Which, uh, in a movie where usually someone is credited as uh, Killer Number Something. <laughs> right. You know, they're usually just a nobody character that you know just shows up to be killed. All right. Uh, by the good guys, but, uh, no, that's, like, you know, major supporting character, uh, oh, yeah. and was his actual name. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they call him by that, and he, he has lots of lines and yeah. lots of screen time. But he was, uh, he was in Transpotting, and, uh... Was he? Yeah. Was he, was he the guy that... He was the Scottish guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> was he the guy that, like, shit himself? It wasn't that guy, was he? Uh, no, 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 okay. he was, uh... Want to say he was the uh, the guy who got AIDS? Okay, it's, it's been forever since yeah. I've seen Transmission. Uh, the guy that shit himself. I actually watched a movie a couple of weeks ago with uh, Ewan McGregor, and uh, oh, that guy was doing. Huh? How's Ewan doing? 
You guys watched the movie together? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he came was, over. Yeah. He's doing all right. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty good. He, uh, you know, he's a little standoffish at first because he just automatically assumes, like, he sees all the comic stuff around. Oh, right. So he just automatically assumes that, like, I'm into Star Wars. Yeah. And I had to reassure him that I'm not yeah. and that right. I didn't give a fuck right. about him playing Obi-Wan Kenobi. And even if you did, you wouldn't care about the movies he was in. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking from that point of view as a Star Wars fan. <laughs> Once he realized that, he, he opened up a right. little bit. So we had a good time. Leisurely. All right. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> so, oh yeah, what's a quick rundown of the plot for this movie? It's, there's not much to it. There's really not. Uh, there's uh, Josh Hartnett plays a nameless drifter who comes to town for mysterious reasons to target the uh, basically the guy who runs the town. And uh, there's a Japanese man who uh, comes to town seeking a medallion, uh, and uh, turns out that the uh, guy who runs the town also has the medallion. Oh. And uh, those two characters then become at odds, but then work together right. with the help of Woody Harrelson yeah, as a bartender. Typecast. Yeah. <laughs> was he bar? Oh, I was like, was he bartender in another film? Oh, I can't think of what it was. Wow. I actually thought that for a second. <laughs> I see. That's one of those things, though, that to me, those are two different actors named Woody Harrelson. <laughs> because after Cheers, it's like he just kind of like like I can only imagine everybody else on Cheers was like, "Holy shit! What the hell did he? Where? What's he doing? He went crazy." Because <laughs> everybody else was, I mean, you know, funny and weird, but like Woody Harrelson just went like in a completely spaced out realm after leaving cheers yeah like natural born killers and just all that odd stuff white men can't jump what yeah how bizarre is that movie (laughs) (laughs) oh man uh uh, yeah and then uh demi moore is in this movie for no reason whatsoever (laughs) yeah playing a character that has no purpose whatsoever Uh, there's like there's like a, a scene with Woody Harrelson where you kind of feel like they had a past together. Well, they did. But, but I mean, it, it's like meaningless. Like, it doesn't really add anything to the film. No, not at all. Uh, but they do explain it. It's that animated part that was in there for no reason. Oh, was it? Yeah. That? Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. It was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this uh, movie has a lot of animation in it peppered throughout. Not a lot, but like the beginning some. scene, the, the the opening, like the the narration, the opening narration, which we should get to that too. Right, right. Uh, you know, was pretty amazing. The, yeah, the animation was fucking incredible. At the yeah, and, it's but, all like paper paper figures, like sure. like paper models against paper backgrounds, and kind of like Woody Harrelson's hobby. Kind of like Woody Harrelson's hobby, but uh, spectacular looking. Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. Uh, brilliant animation. Yeah. Uh, and in the middle of them, there's some shitty animation. Yes, there is. Like, like basically, like they wanted to film a scene, but ran out of money. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That it just looked awful. Uh, it, it almost feels as if it was uh, tapped in there because, like, there was no real overt explanation of the relationship between Woody Harrelson and Demi Moore's characters, and they just tacked it on. Yeah, I think so. That's possible. Yeah. Uh, because I think, cause, cause again, yeah, it really added nothing and it was animated and seemed out of place and it was poorly animated. Right. Yeah, compared to all the other animation, which was right. awesome. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, and I don't believe there's any like actors' voices over it, so it's not like no, it's yeah, recorded. It was, it was silent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, you it's know, just weird. Because because you could see there was connection the way like when they do finally meet face to face, like you know the recognition in their their eyes, and then you know uh, they both have uh, yin and yang tattoos on the opposite right. side of their necks. Yeah. Uh, I thought at first when I saw that I thought it was a giant. A like teardrop tattoo on the back of Woody Harrelson's head, right? Yeah. Like he had murdered someone and didn't know he didn't he didn't want to obscure his beautiful face. Sure, right? So that's what I thought, and then I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, she just her character is pointless and then serves no purpose to fulfilling the movie whatsoever. Right. And there's like a subplot that never fleshes out, and it's terrible. Right. <laughs> And then uh, I almost feel bad for Demi Moore because she used to be uh, somebody. Yeah, she's not. She's not a bad actress. It's no, just, yeah. This part was just kind of lame. It, it could have been played by anybody, yeah. or it could have been completely written out of the movie right. and not affected it. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, but yeah, we we also get uh, there's some voiceover throughout the movie, and uh, it explains right at the beginning during the animation that uh, we it's a world that. Uh, basically annihilated itself and uh you know uh, once uh all the the countries had basically been destroyed and then and, and government was resetting up and society was reforming that uh there were there were no more guns yeah which is awesome yeah uh, that would be a good world to live in yeah i like that but you know it's explained that uh you know violence always happens and so it's just now with uh sticks and swords right that's still that's better yeah i like that better yeah it's quieter <clears throat> it is quieter. And uh, I honestly thought that uh, that whole thing was going to lead up to there being guns towards the end. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. I did too. I, I, expected, uh, I expected Josh Hartnett to assassinate Ron Perlman with a gun. Right. That's kind of what I was expecting. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yeah, I expected a big gun battle at the end yeah. because, uh, you know. They talk about guns a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And Woody Harrelson, uh, there you know, has a gun that just happens to be a cigarette lighter right, instead of yeah. an actual working weapon. And uh, Josh Hartnett enters a building that is a giant revolver, right? Yeah, <laughs> which was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. The elevator is like a cylindric or like a circular elevator type thing. That yeah, it's like a gun chamber yeah. or a revolver chamber. Yeah, when the elevator doors open, uh, like a <laughs> gunshot goes right. off, yeah. which is cool. Oh yeah, super nice. cool. Yeah. Uh. <clears throat> So yeah, it just seems like there's a bunch of this movie that didn't get made. Yeah, you know, and and because probably because they were focusing too much on the sets and the uh, oh, yeah. the, the color and yeah. the, the designs, which are all gorgeous. Yeah, but it is kind of like a Tim Burton movie where when you're done, you're like, that was pretty. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, it is very pretty. Uh, the action is done well mm-hmm. for the uh, most part. For the most part. Uh, could have done without the, uh, trampoline fight scene. <laughs> right. Yeah. <clears throat> it was just... I think my mind was wandering during the trampoline fight yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just in a movie full of over-the-top ridiculousness, that was over-the-top and ridiculous. For, yeah, even comparatively <laughs> so. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, the, uh, the narration. We were going to talk about the narration. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I'm guessing that's probably the only reason you want everyone to, ever wanted to watch this movie in the first place. Yeah, because I mean, like, he his music is so awesome, and like when I heard that he was doing, it, I was like, "Weird Al is doing the narration. This is gonna be 
Awesome. <laughs> it's a big week for Weird Al. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, he had his uh, first number one album in uh, 30 years. Are you serious? Yeah, his new album came out last week. Good for Weird. Yeah, mandatory fun. Was there like a certain breakout hit that helped it? Uh, I guess what he did was he made eight videos and then released them like every day uh, once uh, the album came out. Oh, okay, like one and, per day. Yeah, and so they all basically became viral, and then that uh, you know propelled his uh, smart. Yeah, yeah, and of course it's all songs uh, parodying stuff that I don't know what is parody because it's all brand new. Yeah, because yeah. I'm. Uh, Right. Not in tune with pop culture yeah. to know what Weird Al might be making that, fun that's, of. That's the only thing about Weird Al for me is, yeah, you kind of have to like, yeah, listen to a lot of radio. Yeah, I mean, you know, his songs are still funny and then they're well done. You know, just you know, I, unless it's like super obvious, then yeah, I don't know what the song he's parodying is. Right. Yeah. yeah. Unless he's just doing one of his. Uh, Polka medleys or something. Polka medleys or sound like parodies. Right. Yeah. yeah like like uh, you know, this is uh, like be stupid or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, the 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 one on the new album he does is a uh, Crosby, Stills and Nash uh, kind of parody. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. But it's not an actual. <laughs> right. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. Um, no, it actually was not Weird Al. No, it was not. It was Mr. Mike Patton. Yeah. Of of Faith No More fame yeah which by the way like i noticed they one of his lines is lifted from a faith no more song really yeah because he says happy birthday fucker at one point okay i forget the song i think it's on king for a day but it says uh says don't you look so surprised happy birthday fucker i forget what song it is but um happy birthday fucker (laughs) that should be the name (laughs) but i was like uh it's I don't know, maybe a little too much, too. A little too <laughs> wink-wink, right. Kirby Street. Yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. But, uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of that, but, you know, I don't know that song, so it didn't stick out to me. Right. Yeah. You know, other than probably just being awkwardly spoken. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, he did a great job, because he, uh, I mean, he, he kind of dialed it back a little. He didn't go nuts. Right, yeah. He just, like, has a really nice cool voice yeah it's in between you know him singing in a band and doing the monster voices from uh i am legend great yeah yeah somewhere in between that <laughs> which it's weird it's like i mean that's awesome that they got him but it, it to me that just seems like another element where they're like how stylish can we get because they didn't need somebody to do crazy crazy vocals right so it's like you know why 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 get my yeah, why get my right, yeah. i mean that's awesome sure because, you know yeah. i'd love to see him get paycheck after paycheck right but but it's just weird that he just basically spoke. In a, right, it could have been anybody. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, it could be anything from he wanted to do it, or, you know, he knew a guy who knew a guy, and just, you know, just did enough favor, you know, right, right. Uh, but at the same time, you know, like uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy movie is coming out. And uh, Vin Diesel plays Groot in the movie. Oh, okay. And, uh, like, when that was announced, I was like, well, why? (laughs) Because, I mean, it's not him as Vin Diesel. Like, it's him. Like, it's a computer tree. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) So is it, like, a face capture or just a voice? Uh, He did the voice, but it's Groot, so the only thing he says is, I am Groot. Uh, Okay. Throughout the entire movie. I did not know that. Uh, And... Um, but Vin Diesel did like the actual body acting too. Oh wow! But why? 
Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's probably more expensive than just a stuntman doing it. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, anybody in like a green spandex with yeah. some plastic balls on it could have done it. <laughs> Maybe they were like, well, here's what we're going to pay the stuntman. If you're willing to do it for that much, we'll right. do it. And he just loved the right. idea. And like, I can imagine Vin Diesel wanting to be a part of some sort of superhero He's movie. He's a nerd. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, wouldn't Vin Diesel want to be part of some superhero movie where you actually see Vin Diesel? <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 That makes sense. Um. Anyway, huh. when does that movie come out? Uh, next week. Next week. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, but yeah, Boon Raku was okay. Underwhelming. Um, yeah, but very pretty. Incredibly pretty. Like I'm pretty much always gonna remember what it looked like, and almost nothing else. I think every time I read a Spider-Man comic from here, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm gonna wish it was a pop-up book. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> Because, yeah, Woody Harrelson's main uh, pop-up book in this movie is... It's basically the origin of Spider-Man. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I'm, yeah. It was I, pretty I great. I don't have anything else to say about that other than it's... Yeah, it's I would, great. I would buy that pop-up book. I maybe. would, too. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Ron Perlman is in it. Yeah, and does some stuff. Yeah, and 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 like his scenes, like kind of, like he's got a great presence, but it kind of builds up to his most anticlimactic scene. Yeah, he just kind of looks like a really old dude from Big Lebowski. Yeah, at the end of the movie, and pretty much. And like before that, he looked kind of badass in the shadows. And right, he was always shadowy and covered his face, and he's wearing like these. Like black armor and then you know this crazy hat, crazy hat and capes and right, you know, uh, yeah. And then when he's uh, during his final scene, he's basically uh, wearing pajamas <laughs> and it's fully lit. Yeah, and maybe yeah. maybe that's what they're saying though. Maybe they were trying to say like he he's just an old man. He's not like this crazy cool specter of a mythical creature that. Yeah, but they also spelled that out earlier in the movie right. too, yeah. normal t- numerous times. All right. Uh, you know, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's, uh, his character in Pacific Rim is, uh, far more memorable than, uh, his character here. Right. Yeah. Which I haven't seen yet. I, no. need, I need to fix that. Yes, you do. Yeah. But yeah, the main, yeah, the main reason I, I mean, you picked this film, but the, it was on my list of possible picks. Yeah. And it was just because Mike Patton did the narration. Right, right. And I, I was like, ooh. Yeah. So it was worth seeing for uh, the visuals, and as a Mike Patton fanboy, it was right. uh, you know it was it was worth it. But I, I wouldn't I wouldn't like go out and recommend this to yeah, a lot of people. I wouldn't either. Uh, if you're bored, like literally bored, and there is nothing better to do, you I mean, there's probably worse ways to spend two hours. Right. At least looking at all the neat stuff. Is exactly. Yeah. Red suits! <laughs> See, and I feel like it needed more of that kind of thing, too. Yeah. Because that was ridiculous. Right. And awesome. Yeah, just like these guys in red suits walk in and like somewhere off camera it said, you hear, red suits! Yes. <laughs> yeah, because the parts that were funny and fun were really funny and fun. Yeah. But then they were just like so few and far between. Yeah. It's not like a movie that takes itself incredibly seriously, but nah. when it does, it really... It's pretty 
bogs yeah. it down. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty heavy. Like dramatically, like dripping with drama. There. Hmm. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. Pretty. Very pretty. Mm-hmm. Colorful. Oh yeah. Stylized. Nice sets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Making pop-up books. Making pop-up <laughs> books. And uh, Josh Hartnett unknowingly preparing for his role on Penny Dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that guy. He was in The the Faculty, that Robert Rodriguez yep. horror movie. Um, I really liked him in that. I really like that movie, actually, The Faculty. I don't think I've actually ever seen it. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I like it a lot. It's dumb, right. but it's super fun. And yeah. like I've watched it like a dozen times over the years. Yeah. I know he was in the first Sin City. Oh, was he? Okay. Yeah, I think he played the... Uh, uh, just sort of the like interstitial character, you know, that uh, uh, showed okay. up like, at the that beginning and towards okay. the end. Yeah. I've forgotten about that. Uh, and he's in currently, uh, uh, or not currently, but uh, I mean, well, I guess there's going to be a second season, but uh, a show called Penny Dreadful, which I watched, uh, where he plays uh, a cowboy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Does he have that mustache? Uh, he does have a mustache, yeah. but it's, uh, it's a better mustache yeah, than what he one, has in this movie. This one was like my mustache, right? Exactly. Yeah. He's got a he's got a nice uh, like like a Wild Bill Hickok type uh, bushy handlebar mustache. And Penny Dreadful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, which is a show that uh, is okay uh, if you don't mind the fact that uh, you're going to figure out every plot twist. Episodes before they happen. Uh, that's too bad. <laughs> but it's still enjoyable? It's still enjoyable. It's basically a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh, okay. Okay. Hmm. Like, even Dorian Gray is in it for some reason. Just because they can. Yeah. Frankenstein and Dracula's and nah. stuff. Nah. Yeah. And, uh,. Yeah, like the third episode in, I was uh, wondering uh, when they were going to reveal Josh Hartnett's plot twist, uh, you know, as the cowboy, uh, and uh, they uh, they held it out until like the last scene of the last episode, and I was like, it's about fucking time. <laughs> Is he uh, Wild Bill Hickok? Uh, no, he just plays uh, like a. <clears throat> he plays a sharpshooter cowboy who was part of a traveling circus and. Uh, he gets hired by this uh, group to uh, be their uh, killer, basically. Yeah, yeah, this movie was preparation, because he did have a fight in a circus tent. Yeah, yeah he did. Uh, <laughs> <huh>. <laughs> and a mustache. And, and a hat. And a, yeah. <laughs> and a cigarette that he hardly ever... Like, he, he did a lot of sm- uh, smelling other people's cigarettes yeah. during this film. It was, was kind of weird. Because he was using a smokeless cigarette. Was, uh, uh, he had a knee cigarette that he was sucking on. Uh, okay, I didn't catch that. Yeah, because uh, when he, uh, he pulls it out for the first time and Woody Harrelson lights it, like it just, you know, burns yeah. because it's plastic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then, I did uh, not catch that. Yeah. Uh, he was uh, a, a non smoker or uh, a former smoker. And then uh, at the very end, he takes that cigarette for the, after he uh, kills the bad guy. Right. You yeah. got to have a smoke after you kill the bad sure. guy. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I always do. Yeah, I usually do. Sometimes I just chew the nicorette. Oh, sure. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the patch. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Don't use the patch and smoke at the same time. Oh, no. Uh, it'll um, kill you. Unless you kill two two bad guys. Right. Yeah. Then, then, yeah. You yeah. then you're fine. <laughs> Karmic balance is right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. 
All right, you want to take a break? Yeah. Let's All do right, it. let's do that. Mm, weird. <laughs> trash and here we are again yep again sorry about that (laughs) (laughs) it only caused the death of one of our friends to give you a break the listener right (laughs) yeah but now we're over it and here we are again ruining your lives see yeah do you think that's what killed doogie do you think that he listened to the two episodes he was on and was like what the fuck am i doing yeah what am i yeah i've thought about it after every two episodes i listened to (laughs) I'm like, I'm still doing this show. <laughs> I I actually wasn't, I was, I thought of something, uh, I was like, I don't know if I want to talk about Doogie again, but since you brought it up, um, there was this, uh, like, get together the other night for just like, there was like a half a dozen of his friends, and yeah. most of them I had never met, and they were like, kind of wanted to get to know me, and, uh, and I went over there, and they were just like, you know, drinking beers and burning logs in their backyard, and just kind of, it was, it was supposed to be just like a, like a, he's like, it's going to be mellow. He's like, we're not, it's not a party. We're just going right. to kind of, you know. Like a casual memorial. Right. right. Yeah. And so I get over there and, uh, I'm there like two minutes and the one guy that I didn't know there, he's like, Hey, he's like, have you met this guy over here? His name is Eric as well. And he's like, have you met Eric? He's a, he's a big comic book fan. I was like, 
Really? And, uh, and we just started talking about comics and I realized like an hour and a half later, we were still talking about like Jeffrey Brown and Galactus and like, cause he's like, he, you know, he reads like the spectrum of Marvel. He's, I mean, he loves Matt Fraction, but he loves, you know, James Kachalka and like everything in between. And I just realized I was like, oh, and I was supposed to be like bonding with, you know, these people and trying to like heal and I just nerded out for an hour and a half and, and like, I kind of feel like that was my healing, you know, you just go. nerding out with this random dude that probably I'll never see again. Cause I don't even know how he connected to like, right. he didn't even know Doogie he was just friends with someone uh, else there. Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. Someone else there. And, but yeah. yeah. So that was, that was kind of fun. Huh. Yeah. <clears throat> we all mourn and heal in our own ways. Right. Uh, I do it by making horribly offensive jokes <laughs> right. about uh, your closest friend. <laughs> right. Why not? Oh, yeah, and that's another thing I did in honor of Doogie. I didn't wear any underpants to his memorial service because I figured he would appreciate that. <laughs> you have to give some context oh, to that. Well, Doogie, Doogie's a very outdoorsy and smelly fella. Sure. And uh, and then, uh, he had a bunch of dirty laundry that um, some of his his friends, like these these two nice ladies who were good friends with him, were like doing all of his laundry after you know they found out he was he was no longer with us, and uh, they did all of his laundry so they could give it back to his dad in case he wanted to do whatever with it. Yeah, and uh, and they were just donate it, probably yeah, donate yeah. it. But they were they were washing everything up, and they I was at the house actually, and they were like like hey, uh, do you know did Doogie like not own any underwear? And I was like. Well, why do you ask? And they said, because we've done three loads of laundry that we've found all around, and I haven't found a single pair of underwear. <laughs> and uh, I was like, as far as I know, he owns like two or three pairs of wool underwear right. that he wears in the winter. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. So, so yeah, he was a free baller. Yeah, yeah. That uh, puts a lot of things in perspective, <laughs> right? <laughs> and, and I gotta say, like, even, even though there was, like, a moment of trepidation, because I, no one wants to get their junk caught in a zipper. Sure. Um, I gotta say, it was pretty fucking sweet. Like, I do have underwear on now, and I've worn them ever, <laughs> ever since the memorial. Um, but, like, especially in, like, I had some dress pants on, like, right, a nice, right. soft, you know, dress sure, pant. Sure. It was kind of nice. Yeah. It wasn't too bad. Uh, you know, I've, uh, gone commando on, on an occasion or two and, uh, it's, I don't like it. No. I do, I do not like it. So what? There, there is the zipper situation. That's, it's fearful. Yeah. Yeah. There, there are dangly bits. Right. And right. zippers have teeth. Metal teeth. Yeah. Those are not things you want to come no, on no, usually. No. Uh, and, you know, just, uh, you know, comfort. inseams and comfort yeah. and, you know, sticking things to other things. Right. You know, yeah. So when you did go commando, was it out of necessity? Like you had no clean underwear? <clears throat> it was probably just, uh, you know, uh, I need to run to the store and, you <laughs> That's know. That's just one more step. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, I get you. Yeah. So, uh. Oh, maybe we should have mentioned this at the beginning of the episode. In honor of Doogie, it would be nice if you listened to this episode without your underwear on. Sure, yeah. Um, I would assume that most of our listeners aren't wearing (laughs) any pants at all while listening to us. Yeah, they're all in mid-jack-off right Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Because that's what you do when you listen to Go to Trash. (laughs) Because of our sexy voices. Oh, yeah. 
so how are you? I, I'm not, you know what? I'm dealing with it. I'm dealing with it. Like a, um, cried like a little girl quite a bit. I'm not gonna hide that. Fact. You don't. It happens a lot. You don't. Uh, don't need to say you cried like a little girl. You cried like a man. I cry, strong men also cry. Strong That's what the Big Lebowski cry. said. You know. I mean, some people do it around other people, and then some people wait until they're driving home from a memorial service. Right. Yeah. Like I did. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. Because, uh, yeah, like like I, I said earlier, and then probably even the last episode, you know, wasn't close with Doogie, but uh, sitting there among, you know, his family and his friends and, and, and people who did dearly love him, mm-hmm. you know, like, I got overwhelmed, which yeah. is actually why I left. Right. Because I, I was not going to be able to hold it together much yeah. longer. Yeah. I respect that. And then Slayer played, and I broke down. Yeah. I, I listened to Seasons <laughs> in the Abyss, the, the entire album, while just laying there. Yeah. How often do you get to cry listening to Slayer? Right. It's not often. Nope. Yeah. Because Doogie loves Slayer. I fucking loved Slayer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, you know, uh, but but, but uh, you you've been working. I've, yeah, I've been working. I've been keeping my brain busy, which is really helpful. I, I started working at Trader Joe's a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, it's it's pretty nice. I like it. It's it's like every day, like every hour there is kind of like the busiest hour Mavericks has ever had. Right. But it's like no worse than that. So like it's right. something I'm like I've done before, it's just like, it. it's so constant. I mean, there's just so many people shopping there right. and so much shit. They get, they get uh, so many deliveries. I had no idea. It's like every single day they get two or three trucks, you know, like one in the morning, one in the afternoon. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of a small store, but they pack that shit in there. Oh, yeah. Or we, I guess. Because, I mean, it is a, uh, it's in the middle of a, like a strip mall. Yeah. 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 Yep. Which is weird. Yeah. Yeah. So usually grocery stores have their own giant freestanding buildings. Yeah. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. Even some churches, I believe. Right? Yeah. Yeah, we did have an interesting thing where a transformer blew and our power went out. Which one? Uh, Optimus? I think it was Optimus Prime. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he just couldn't take the pressure anymore. I mean, he's been leader. I mean, he has that love-hate thing with Megatron. It was just it was right, too right. much. Did he at least pass on the Matrix of Leadership? <laughs> he, yeah, he gave it to Spike, actually. Oh, weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, we, like, I went in and I was like, oh, there's not many cars in the parking lot. This is weird. I guess Mondays are slow. And then I walked up and, like, all the lights were off in the whole center. I was like, oh, my gosh. And, uh, and we proceeded to... Um, load all of the raw meat into 12 heaping grocery carts and, uh, and we donated it to the House of Bread here in Dayton mm-hmm. so they could feed hungry people. Um, so that was cool. Yeah. At least it went to somebody. So but, you gave meat to the House of Bread. Yeah. Huh. huh. You're right. <laughs> Something seems fishy. Oh my gosh. I may have screwed up the order because when the House of Meat came, I gave them all that old bread. Huh. But the house of cheese, they get the cheese. Oh, so good. I did one that's thing, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> At least I didn't give the house of tofu all the meat. That would have been that would have been awkward. Probably yeah, worse. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, it's fun, and like I really like everybody that works there. Like yeah. I've met like twenty people there, and they're all pretty nice. So. Yeah, that's weird. I work in an office of eight people, and I've met like three. <laughs> I've been there for eight years. Wow, <laughs> wow. it's impressive. <laughs> and you love those three people, right? Mm, oh yeah. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> so yeah, but that's that's. I've been listening to Slayer, crying, and stocking tofu on the shelf. What have yeah. you been doing for the last couple <laughs> weeks? Oh uh, well, uh, sadly, better than you have been. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, just been well, not really. I'm under a lot of uh, financial stress, and I uh, felt like I was having a complete and total nervous breakdown on Friday. Yeah. Uh, but, but I was able to come to some resolutions on that, or at least some, some solutions, temporary though they may be, but, uh, you know, uh, yeah, that's, that's been on my mind, and, uh, yeah, yeah. that'll, that'll weigh you down sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and, and it, you know, sucked, cause, uh, you know, Thursday I, uh, I went straight to Dewey's Memorial from work, and on my way there, I got a call from my bank for some reason that I didn't answer. And then uh, on my way out, uh, when I left, after I uh, broke down to War Ensemble, uh, <laughs> you know... Uh, it's a tearjerker, that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I got another phone call, you know, basically telling me that my financial situation is fucked. And uh, so, you know, it was uh, not fun. Yeah. Thursday was not yeah. fun. Yeah, right. not, not to make it about me, right. but... Uh, <laughs> Was, no. was was not a fun evening. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, you know, I've uh, been uh, been uh, spending as uh, much time with uh, my lady friend as much as I can. That's always good. She uh, she is getting a uh, new job. Uh, I don't know if uh, I talked about that with you. Uh, oh, yeah. At least on the show, anyway, or not? I think yeah. I think, <clears throat> I think off off of air. Off air, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, she's got a new job that she's starting. Well, her last day is uh, this upcoming Wednesday. And, uh, the following Monday is her first day at the new place. Sweet. Uh, and unfortunately though, uh, when, when she gets trained and, uh, in the, like, full rotation, uh, she will be working from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. Oh, yeah. How many days a week? Uh, probably three days. I think it's the three days on, three days off, okay. that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, so basically she'll be getting, you know, 36 hours, you know, a week. So some weekends she'll be off. <clears throat> she'll be off on some weekends. Yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, she's going to be living in an opposite schedule for me, and yeah. uh, it's going to be a little rough. It makes, it makes it weird. You know, uh, I, I've spent uh, a very big portion of time uh, with her the last uh, couple months since oh, we yeah. started dating, so uh, it's going to be uh, a, a weird adjustment adjustment to uh, to go back to being uh, alone again. I, I know it's been hard enough for you probably with my work schedule impeding on our... Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, we haven't had drawing night for a couple weeks. Well, I mean, there have been other reasons for that, too. Right, right, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but, but, yeah, you, uh, this past Saturday, you, you worked till like, 11 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. My, the, the two people in my life closest to me that I, I do stuff with are going to be uh, basically abandoning me. It's the man that you should be mad at. <laughs> the man. Makes me feel like I should uh, get some sort of... Uh, you should get a nighttime job. I should get a, yeah, I've yeah. thought about it. Yeah. You know, but there's also the situation where I'm like, you know, you know, I'm a cynical old fuck, so, you know, what if uh, me and Bambi don't work out and then all of a sudden I'm stuck with this nighttime job? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's not going to happen. 
I hope it doesn't, because yeah. I, I, I kind of like this girl. She's pretty cool. I kind of like this girl a lot. Yeah. Uh, and she can draw really well. She does. She yeah. is uh, pretty good at drawing. Yeah. She uh, often makes me feel like uh, I should uh, just stop. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think that was her primary intent. Yeah. 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 She was like, I'm, I don't even like drawing, but I'm going to get really good at it, so Eric Schongborn will stop. Yeah. Well, it's weird because I was telling her that my intent with dating her because uh, she lives like four houses down from my parents' house. Right. Uh, my mom is having her big annual, biannual, uh, massive uh, Puerto Rican family reunion thing oh. this September. Oh, wow. And there's usually never any parking. Right. Well, now I'm going to park at her house <laughs> and then walk. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And then afterwards, uh, we're going to break up. And get back together in two years. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not hopefully going to happen. Right. Yeah. Because, uh, no, yeah, I, uh, I enjoy being around Bambi quite a bit. She's pretty great. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's all we got. I, I mean, uh, that's, I mean, yeah. I'm, uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't done anything else. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I, that's uh, it. I've, I've watched some movies, uh, movies I've all seen before. Uh, one that I know you hate, even though I really feel like you should give it a second try. Which one? Uh, Room 237. Oh, yeah. I did not enjoy that. Yeah. Maybe I'll give it another try. I you really so. should. Yeah. I was just, I think I was just so intently expecting one thing, and when I, and the thing I was expecting, I was hungry for. Right, right. And then I did not get it. Yeah. So yeah. maybe I'll try it again. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. No, I got to. Uh, I, I don't. I don't do much. Yeah. That's uh, all right. You know, we don't always have to be exciting. Well, no. I mean, yeah. I mean we, we, we've given the people so much excitement. <clears throat> it is true. Yeah. <laughs> we, we're bound to, you know, have yeah. a downtime every once in a while. I mean, uh, we could talk about, uh, I mean, this is all stuff that we uh, usually reserve for, like, you know, the Stupid Sexy podcast, but, oh. it's, uh, you know, I mean, right now as we speak, uh, Comic-Con Comic-Con, that's right. You know, so there's been some, some announcements there. We could talk about some okay. of that. Okay, yeah, what have they announced? Uh, well, they, they uh, announced uh, Marvel is getting the uh, Star Wars comic license again. Ah, poor Dark Horse. Uh, yeah. That yeah. sucks. But, you know, it was to be expected, I think, once right. uh, Disney bought Star Wars, you know. Yeah. Like, it was I'm surprised it lasted this long at Dark Horse. It, it, yeah. I um, figured it would be like three months later. Yeah. I mean, they could have had a long-term contract or something. So. Right. Uh, so they announced uh, three Star Wars series to, to launch. Uh, two ongoing, one miniseries. Uh, the ongoing uh, Star Wars series by uh, Jason Aaron and John Cassidy. Ooh. Which I'm sure John Cassidy will only be there for like four <laughs> issues. Right. But uh, what a nice looking four issues those will be. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be a Darth Vader series. Uh, by Jeffrey Brown? Uh, no. Oh. No, yeah, no. That'd be awesome. It would be really cool if Marvel... Like continued the Jeffrey Brown Star Wars. like maybe like have like a one page pinup in the back of that yeah, yeah or like an annual oh yeah, yeah that'd be cool yeah. that'd be cool uh, <clears throat> but uh, yeah they're they're doing a Darth Vader series and I don't remember who's doing that I want to say Kieran Gillen was writing it 
Mm. Uh, the guy oh, that did the uh, Legend Monsters that we read? No, no. no. Uh, he, he did uh, Phonogram and uh, Young Avengers. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, Mark Wade and Terry Dotson will be doing a five-issue Princess Leia series. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. So lots of Slave Leia gear. <laughs> it's possible, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they should just do a whole miniseries about her adventures as Slave, Slave Girl Leia. Leia. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, mostly just the scenes where she dresses and undresses. Right, yeah. Yeah, that would yeah. be good. <laughs> I'd buy that. <laughs> Or where she uh, performs uh, sexual favors for Jabba. And Salacious Crumb. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> I, I would actually nerd out if there was a cool um, creative team doing a book that had Marvel characters and Star Wars characters. I would love to see that. But don't, like not just by anybody. Right. Like it would have to be somebody interesting. But the concept is something that like excites me. Yeah. I don't see that happening. Probably not, unless I mean I could see them doing like a a series of one shots, some Maybe, like their amalgam yeah. universe type thing. But that I mean that I feel it like would that be would, cool. Yeah. It would sell well out. Oh, uh, absolutely. It yeah, would. like Wolverine and Boba Fett. I mean, come right. on, Wolverine's dead. What? So is Boba Fett. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> no, the Sarlacc pets uh, spin about back out. What? Oh yeah, Sarlacc. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But in the same issue, he fell back in there oh, at the okay. end of the issue. Uh, let's see, what else? Um, uh, what else has been announced? There's been some stuff, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, the only thing I know, I watched a video of uh, one of the guys from Mythbusters walking around in an Astramo alien suit with a face hugger on it. Uh-huh. And it was fucking amazing. Like, he he made the suit, him and, like, some of his friends made the suit and the face hugger. Yeah. And it was, like, because he said he loves Mobius. Mobius designed that suit. Right. And uh, it was incredible. It was incredible. What was that? Mobius design suit? Yeah. Yeah, he did a lot of the uh, illustrations for the human side of of the of the production oh, okay like Giger right. did all the like alien, alien stuff okay. right. mobius, right. which you know you you feel like you know if you have mobius he could probably just do it all but because well know. he probably made like all the human stuff like have giant penises and you know <laughs> everything was just wet and gross <laughs> right they're like uh we need to get somebody less interested in sex than Giger. i mean i guess uh, mobius yeah <laughs> uh believe it or not there is someone more interested in fucked up sex than Mobius. <laughs> who who would have thought? <laughs> well, he's a narco sculptor. <laughs> right? Yeah. Hey, really, Giger. <laughs> R.I.P., buddy. Oh, hey, really, Giger. That's funny. <laughs> it's not mine. I stole that. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, that suit was cool. If you want to. I forget uh, that game. What's his name? Something Savage. Adam Savage. Adam Savage, yeah. Yeah, yeah if you uh, YouTube that video, it's pretty good. I'll go look for that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they released a photograph of uh, Wonder Woman from the Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice movie. Oh. And uh, it looks exactly like I expected it, it was going to look. Yeah. Which is disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> but. It's not, you said not colorful, it's kind of drab. Like there's no color to it, it's, uh, yeah, drab, uh, she's got a sword, which I don't like that, uh, she's got, like, the gladiator skirt thing happening, Oh, and yeah. I just, I don't, I don't like that. It's superheroes. 
Like, like there is nothing about that costume that is less ridiculous than her actual costume. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why is why is that that they feel the need to uh, just kind of like suck the fun out of superhero costumes? Uh, David Goyer. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> David Goyer snacks. Uh, Zack Snyder snacks. I, I think you're gonna say he's, he snacks on fun. <laughs> He eats he all the fun, and he fun. washes it down with cider. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Apple cider or, like, peach cider? <laughs> Apple. Yeah. Peach classic. cider. Is there such I, a thing oh, as yeah. peach cider? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty I would sure. have some peach cider. I know there's pear cider. I feel oh, like is there? Oh, yeah. What? I've had pear cider. I think, what? I think there's peach cider as well. Oh, man. Yeah. It's a whole new world. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> That's the announcement they should have made at Comic-Con. Nerds, there's other things you can drink. <laughs> <laughs> Not just Mountain Dew and apple juice. <laughs> uh, so any any uh, cool indie news that I might be interested in? Um, Nick Marino. Oh, yeah. A uh, friend of uh, Brian John Mitchell and, uh, you know, uh, his... Uh, uh, has sat next to us at a, at a many a space, uh-huh. uh, whom uh, we've never really talked to, but uh, he's a person that that is in our circle. Mm-hmm. Uh, he announced at Comic Con, or at least uh, had a book announced at Comic Con, uh-huh. uh, called "Holy Fuck." Yeah, from uh, Action Lab uh, Comics. <laughs> oh, what's the "Holy Fuck" about? Uh, it's basically the Bible Part Two. Oh, oh wow, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> so it's like takes place right after revolutions uh who knows yeah, yeah. okay interesting uh the, the some of the promo art has uh you know a uh beefed up uh tattooed jesus and uh, nice you know uh with with guns and uh nice. the devil with a sword and you know yeah that's cool <laughs> looks fun yeah um Kurt Din still hasn't made a new comic. That's uh, an announcement. He, he announced uh, that at Comic Con. He announced that like, on Twitter like, during uh, Comic Con. <laughs> it's like nothing new. <laughs> Punch in basement. Um, yeah, uh, there's going to be a Guardians of the Galaxy two already. Wow. Despite uh, one having not been out yet. Oh, there's a lot of buzz about that. There movie. is a lot of buzz. If half of those people buy the ticket, yeah, then they'll make a yeah. number two. Uh, you know me, I don't uh, enjoy seeing movies, uh, especially during the, the opening weekend of a thing, but uh, we'll be seeing Guardians of the Galaxy the first Saturday. Oh, yeah, next Saturday. Yep. Yeah. Sweet. I will not. Yeah, no, I didn't figure you will. Right. I uh, probably don't think you'll see it until it is well out on a DVD. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. high roll. Yep. I'm guessing your lady friend will probably see it like the Thursday night that it's out. Probably, yeah, and not 3D. Yeah, probably. yeah. 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 Uh, I know our friend Joe G said he was thinking about going to the uh, Thursday, you know, midnight showing or whatever. But uh, there's a movie playing at the Neon that uh, same night that uh, he is actually going to see. Instead. Really? What's that? Uh, it's a documentary, kind of about Batman. Really? Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, some, it's like basically just, uh, like a documentary about a bunch of people who basically are just, you know, inspired by Batman and have, like, done, you know, not like vigilantes, but, oh, like, you know, okay. like, like, you know, <laughs> by the character. Bettering their lives, you okay. know, just by taking inspiration from Batman. Huh. And okay. I guess uh, all proceeds also go to help, like, dogs or 
homeless people were some fucking thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, but it was like this thing where uh, they weren't going to show it until at least 40 people bought tickets. And, uh, but then I guess like 40 people huh. pre ordered tickets for it. And so they're wow. going to show it on Thursday night. Huh. That sounds you, interesting. You should go with Joe. I don't know about that. You well, love the neon. I I do like <laughs> I do actually like the neon, but the last couple times I've been there, it was like just not a good experience. Just like a lot of people talking during the movies. Yeah, so I've kind of stopped going. But yeah, sounds interesting. Yeah. Um, fuck. There's another nerd thing I wanted to mention, but don't know. Uh, right oh, I, I do remember what it was. I actually kickstarted something this week. What? That's right. Speaking of films did and you, comics, did you? You, you. It's your project that you're kickstarting. No, oh, no. Okay. I don't think. You're, are you well, allowed then to I no longer care. <laughs> what? Are you allowed to kickstart your own project? I guess you could. Right? Well, I mean, you start a Kickstarter project. Oh, I meant like a fun, help fund okay. it. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, no, uh, there's a documentary called Root Hog or Die about John Porcellino and King Cat. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, they had, a they actually had some awesome, uh, like, what do they call it? Gifts? Incentives uh, rewards. or whatever rewards. Yeah. Um, but they were all, all the, like, really awesome rewards already taken. But, um, if you donated $100, you get the DVD and an original piece of artwork by, um, there's like six different cartoonists that redid like a cover of King Cat in their own style. Oh, that's awesome. And like No Van Skyver did one and Jeffrey yeah. Brown did one. Well, There's you some... did one. I did one, yeah, but <laughs> they didn't ask me to contribute it. And I know John Porcelain has seen it himself, so apparently he was not impressed. Um, but all those were gone. Yeah. And I don't know that I would have done that anyway because that's, that's a lot of money, but I did just get a job. So yeah, mm-hmm. I spent the $15 for the DVD. Well, that's so, awesome. So yeah, yeah. Um, so, and it's still up for a couple of weeks. So if anybody is interested, you know, I don't know the website, but if I'm sure if you Google Kickstarter root hog die, John Porcelino, yeah. you'll probably find it. Sure. And, uh, it's only 15 bucks for the DVD. Yeah. yeah. And, and there's some other small incentives that I, like the movie poster and whatnot. So, yeah. um, so yeah, you might check it out. And they're going to add some more artists like, because all of the artists sold out, right? So, so you might you might take a peek there. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I was gonna also mention that uh, they they officially announced at Comic Con the Batman '60s uh, television shows coming out on DVD and Blu-ray. So cool. So I'm super excited about that. Yeah. Uh, so I've already pre-ordered it. Did they announce that on Batman Day? Uh, no. Really? Yeah. Really? Uh, Oh, I mean, Comic-Con only started on Wednesday. So. Yeah. Well, it was like Thursday, maybe, when they announced it. Though. It just seems so stupid. It's Comic-Con. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> uh, but uh, did you see anything about the uh, Kickstarter for the uh, Breaking Bad sequel? No. <laughs> no. Is it a real thing? <laughs> <laughs> sort of. I mean, it's not now. <laughs> <laughs> but it was for a while. Uh-huh. Um, some guy <laughs> decided that uh, he didn't like the ending of Breaking Bad. That, uh, you know, there was more that could be done. Oh. 
So he put together a script, and uh, he is kickstarting uh, the first season to Anastasia, the sequel to Breaking Bad, <laughs> starring Val Kilmer and Slash. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Which the the first episode would uh, pick up uh, from uh, the the point of view of the cops. Uh, raiding the, uh, the compound where, uh, Walter West, uh, spoilers died. Right. Uh, but, uh, and, uh, Val Kilmer and Slash will play, uh, FBI agents who are tracking down, uh, notorious fugitives. Oh, that's awesome. And, uh, they, they enter the building and, uh, Walter's body is gone. Oh. But then the, uh, the series that we will focus on, uh, uh, Val Kilmer's character, who is a recovering drug addict, and uh, every episode will feature uh, Val Kilmer and Slash uh, chasing down uh, fugitives uh, who are uh, celebrities who are in disguise, and uh, they won't reveal who the celebrities are until the end of the episode. Uh, but uh, the main crux of the show will feature uh, Val Kilmer going to, uh, you know... Uh, uh, Basically, AA uh, or, or uh, NA or whatever. NA, yeah, yeah. Uh, Narcotics Anonymous to uh, to uh, you know go to meetings and uh, one of the every of those uh, scenes will will feature at least one celebrity uh, <laughs> who will uh, basically uh, you know uh, give like 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 a speech or something about like their actual like you know drug. Uh, uh, habits or problems uh, in the past. Weird. Yeah, uh, like Robin Williams or Robert Downey Jr. Okay. You know, uh, huh. you know. I liked it at the beginning when I was just Slash. I thought it was Slash and Val Kilmer playing Jesse and Walter. Oh no, yeah. no, no! <laughs> it does get better though. Oh okay. Because Slash, who plays Val Kilmer's partner in the show, will be playing Slash, <laughs> who is actually an undercover FBI agent. Oh. Uh, which is why he, uh, is, you know, uh, his cover is as the world famous guitarist slash, right. uh, who sure. is able to travel the world under, you know, the guise of a, uh, famous musician. And probably have connections to lots of drugs, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. So slash will play slash <laughs> with a, a gun tucked under his, uh, his leather vest. So did the guy that put that up actually think that was going to happen? Uh huh. Okay. Yep. Huh. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Yep. And he was forced to take it down by like Vince Gilligan. Nope. Uh took it down uh, on his own accord because uh uh basically everybody made the fun out of him. Aww. Uh because he's an idiot. Uh, uh and Val Kilmer I guess tweeted something about how uh yes I did see the uh uh, Breaking Bad sequel by this uh, dumb goofball, and I guess Americans just can't be happy uh, with uh, you know good things. <laughs> well, some of us can. Well, yeah, 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 we were happy. Uh, or he said some Americans, oh, okay. and so then the the guy, uh, whoever it is that's putting this all together, took offense to that because Val Kilmer slammed American veterans who would be appearing in every episode 
of the show as as like background characters or cops or whatever. Uh, and also every episode will feature a new uh, veteran at the end uh, giving like a speech to you know about you know how they served the country. And also uh, insulted uh, the, the lead actress who will play Slash's girlfriend, who is a uh, Native American uh, singer songwriter uh, who's won multiple Grammys, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> and then he started getting death threats, apparently. And so he closed down the Kickstarter. <laughs> How much was funded, you know? Uh, I think like a thousand dollars out of uh, five hundred thousand that was being asked. Oh, okay. So he was not quite there. No, no, he no. was not. <laughs> yeah. And that was all from Slash. That thousand dollars. <laughs> he was like, "Fuck <laughs> yeah, man!" Apparently, Slash was on board. <laughs> of course, he would be. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, he's awesome. Allegedly, he was on board. Yeah. yeah, Val Kilmer was not. They were going to approach him later. Yeah, uh, and uh, uh, he, the guy, was very offended that uh, Val Kilmer called him a goofball. Right? Yeah. Well, I would be too. Yeah. And then pointed to an article where Brian Cranston said that, well, hey, maybe Walter White didn't die. You never know. That kind of thing. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. And still. I would much rather see that thing succeed than the fucking potato salad Kickstarter. What's that? You haven't heard? No. Huh. A kid from Columbus uh, started a Kickstarter to make potato salad. Okay. And then it got, uh, he was asking for like $10. And then he made something like $90,000. What? For to potato salad. What? For potato salad. So he has to make... $90,000 worth of potato salad for other people? No, he's just making potato salad for himself. Yeah. Huh. He doesn't know what kind. Well, the expensive kind, obviously. Like, I guess. He could buy yeah. the nice potatoes. No, sure. Yeah. Wow. We should do a Kickstarter. <laughs> Funder podcast. Why not? Let's but, try it. It would be nice. You never know. Yeah, Even know. if we get 10 bucks. Yeah. I mean, it cost me some money to, to, to keep this thing up and running. Yeah. Not a lot, but you know, I mean, it'd be nice. Let's do that. We could one of the rewards. We could mention your name on the air. Sure, the Brian John Mitchell, Kurt Dens, Jeremy Anderson. Well, I guess we've already went through all of our Ryan list. Merrill, Chris Pfeiffer. Uh, I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Well, potatoes. You guys all owe us the five hundred dollar reward yes. category. Yep. We've preemptively rewarded you. <laughs> Is that how Kickstarter works? Uh huh. That's exactly how it works. It is now. Right. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Well, I guess I should pick a comic. Yeah. Um, I have one that I haven't read yet. I thought I would have read it by now, but I'll read it tonight. You've been busy. I've been busy. But, uh, I'm excited to read a book by Nick Bertazzi. It's called Shackleton and an Arctic Odyssey. Okie doke. Yeah. None of those words are things I have heard before today. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, you know Nick Bertazzi. He did the uh, the Watcher bookend stuff and the Strange Tales that Marvel put together. Um, oh. Vaguely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shackleton. Shackleton. Antarctic Odyssey. Okie doke. Sweet. Alrighty. I'll, I'll bring it by tomorrow. Well, that's fine. All right. I'll let you know... When or if I'm here. Okay, cool. Or I guess you could just leave it in my mailbox. I could. All right. These are all conversations <laughs> we could have had off mic. Right. 
What you, is this a weird stain on my shoe? What it's pretty weird. I don't know what it is. Huh. Let's look at that. You should, it's odd looking. You should clean that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, thanks for coming to do a show today. Yeah, I'm glad we did. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. All right. Um, you know, uh, yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, we'll see you. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. next week. Hopefully. Sure. That'd be nice. Yeah. 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 All right, then. We'll, I'll uh, talk to you later. All right. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information, links to our Facebook and Twitter pages, and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.